welcome to the Empowered Artist Podcast. This is Tamara Hergert, and thank you so much for listening. I am so excited you're here, and I can't wait to share everything with you. If you'd like to get a free digital copy of my book, Artist Success Mindset, please leave a review for our podcast and email a screenshot to us at info at empoweredartist.co. This information is also saved in the episode's details. Thank you. We are meeting today with Joanne Coglin-Walsh, and she is a wonderful artist. She creates um, editorial art and also uh, uh, surfer life and beach-themed art. And there's lots of uh, movement and ocean um, uh, theme in you know, in her latest work. And uh, I am just so thankful to you, Joanne, for uh, joining us today. Uh, This is an interview that will be posted in the Empowered Artists community and also as um, an episode in our podcast. And I'm super duper excited to have you because I've been following you for years. And uh, I, uh, I'm just amazed at how effortless your editorial art looks. You know, it just looks so fun. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like one of your latest ones, uh, Santa in a uh, martini glass, I think it was. (laughs) That was a fun one. (laughs) That was brilliant. So do you do it? uh, Is it, it looks digital. It looks both hand painted and digital to me. So I can never figure out which one it is. Well, it's a little of both. So uh, some of them I draw. And then uh, with whatever I got laying around and then I'll scan it in and digitally color it if I'm on a tight deadline and other stuff, I'll just scan in some paintings and use it as a backdrop and play with some textures. Or if I'm really pressed for time, I'll just digitally do the whole thing. What do you use for uh, digital art? Like, do you use um, a tablet? Do you use a computer? Uh, I have a a iPad Pro I love that I use uh, and Procreate. Great. Me yeah. too, me too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. like the Yeah. But uh, I still love doing old school. I have, uh, you could see my big mess of a studio in here. I still have all my art painting. Where's my, I, I love this little $100 card I got with all my paints over here. Can you see it? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a disaster in here. I just finished a big painting for somebody, so. <laughs> That's so great. Like, I still like getting my hands dirty, you know. So you do editorial art, um, and um, throughout the years, I've seen so many different names um, of different publications. So uh, you do recurrent recurring work for um, several of them. Or do you reach out to the new ones? Like, what's your process for uh, getting that type of work? So right now I'm working full-time as an art director for 25 newspapers. So we own, um, we go from Portland, Oregon at the Oregonian, Cleveland Plain Dealer, um, Star Ledger in New Jersey. So we're all across the country. Uh, We do some magazines too. I just finished uh, the second magazine in Syracuse, New York called uh, Good Times, I think. Wow. Good life. That is is impressive. You know, uh, you must be very busy. (laughs) I'm a little busy. (laughs) Knowing this. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, 
so it, how, how do you, um, um, you know, process the idea? So, you know, when, when, uh, you have the editorial piece, you kind of need to be mindful of the context, like, you know, the page context where it's going to be placed and also, you know, what it needs to convey the idea. And also it needs to be like very simple and, uh, like, uh, visually engaging. So how do you bring it all together? What's your process? Um, so I'll read the story. So it's all based on a story. So I try to read the story and come down to three words or one word that I'm trying to get this, the, the point across. Um, so let's t- just take, just cause you brought it up that Santa one, right? So it was, it was holiday cocktails and, uh, Anybody could do a cocktail class. You you want to try to do something fun and more engaging and, you know, and it's the holidays and everybody kind of goes overboard on the holidays with the cocktails and like one <laughs> many. That's with the idea. And uh, yes. yeah. And then I just drove it home with the Santa because, you know, that's just, but uh, yeah. I think sometimes you, you want to really try to be unique too. So you try yeah. not to do too many things that are, you see around, you know, you try to do something that's yeah. usual. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know, your stuff is great. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know, I, um, uh, I also love your, um, your big paintings and I was so excited for you when you, uh, did several, uh, art shows, um, this last, you know, past summer, uh, I'm like, oh, she's doing, uh, you know, the seasonal, you know, pop-up tent and everything, and it needs, you know, I, I don't have the patience <laughs> to do all that because it, there is a lot of work that goes in into putting, you know, it all together, and also um, going in, representing your art, and also communicating with the um, clients, and also finding, you know, I think the main thing here is like in this type of um, business line uh, is finding the right place where you're going to set up. Right. Yes. Finding your audience for sure. Yes. Because if you're, if you're set up in the wrong place, <laughs> that's not, not going to work. <laughs> right. You that's know? for sure. Yeah. So what is your uh, strategy for finding the, your audience and bringing your art to your audience in terms of doing the live art, uh, you know, art setup, art show, art fair? Uh, so um, what's your strategy? Well, I think it's a lot of trial and error, you know. Um, I started out with beach towns. I live at the beach, so I... Um, the first show I did was on a beach, Long Beach Island. I know you're on the West coast, right? In Washington. So uh, I wouldn't bring my stuff say to a lake community yet because it's really ocean and, uh, you know, coastal. So I just tried a beach town, got lucky and then, uh, tried a couple more. And then I just kind of, you know, somebody and a lot. So I have a few galleries and, the idea of the show was I don't want to really do shows either because I work full time. So it's yeah. a lot of work, but uh, I wanted to drive some customers to the gallery. So I figured I would do a few shows and those were pretty successful. And, 
you kind of break out of, I'm not really an outgoing, if I don't know you kind of person, I could be a little introverted. You know, I, I'm not a good salesman. I can't really do it. And you got to do it by yourself. I just be sitting there reading a book and people are like, are you the artist? I'm like, oh yeah. Hi. <laughs> right. So uh, I was just looking for positive feedback the first year, yeah. and, you know, and, but I did make a lot of sales, which was great. And then then I went, I did it again. I bought a bigger tent. I borrowed the first year and looked very haphazard, but what are you going to do? And then the second yeah. year I went to Montauk and did like a big three-day show. And, you know, you just got to try and see how you do. You never know what's going to stick. And you don't know, like I did a show, I didn't sell anything, but then someone, I sold three things online and then somebody went to a gallery and grabbed one of my pieces. And then from there, that person put me into one of their shows. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So you never know where it leads, you know? Yes. You, you know, I think you're absolutely right. Cause uh, it, uh, it's like a little trickle, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, you just need to start. And if it doesn't work, um, you analyze it and think about it okay you know um maybe i can pivot and how you know how can i benefit from this experience that's that's my my personal strategy yeah even if it doesn't bring you any money you can still squeeze it out <laughs> to the maximum you know you can use uh use that experience as great promotion right exactly yeah you know, like you know, like the first year I gave out 500 cards. Wow. Like I ran out. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. too bad 500 people didn't buy anything, but <laughs> at least 500 people were interested enough and you hope someday they'll buy something or whatever, you know? Yes. Yeah. And you know, you're, um, you're slowly branding yourself into, in, into their memory, into their subconscious. They probably have put it somewhere and eventually they will, you know, follow you and they will uh, uh, run across you some sometime, you know, walking down the street and they'll be like, oh, you know, I really like that artist one time. And, you know, I, I, I'm looking for a gift from my mom and she likes the beach and she likes the ocean. And, you know, I think that would be a very neat gift. Right, right. So, and it just, just planting the seed uh, in someone's heart is very important. And, uh, you know, even though it's just, we all want to hide away <laughs> with our brushes and pencils and just do just that <laughs> and, you know, hope that we will be uh, discovered. <laughs> I know, I know, it's true, right? Artists are not built to be extroverted and salesmen. We're just not, it's not in our, I don't think it's in our DNA. Yeah, you know, and... I um, I personally think that there is uh, a lot of cr creative juice in um, uh, marketing and uh, promotion itself. You know, if you learn to love it, there is, you know, there is a kick to it. There is some kind of uh, pleasure in creating this little perfectly looking post that you're going to post and, you know, somebody uh, will see somewhere. Right, right. You know, yeah. So there is a, but there is also a drag to it. There's it's like, like, oh. well, it's like time, I know, especially with all the social media, you know, everybody, you Instagram, you Twitter, you Facebook, it's like, 
a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I totally, I totally, totally agree with you on that because it can um, get overwhelming and at the same time um, uh, frustrating, you know, because if you don't know what your next post should be or like what, you know, people think, okay, I should have a strategy. What is my strategy? Right. So the best strategy for Instagram is just move one foot in front in front of the other. <laughs> it's true. You have to try Like I try to post, I was trying to post once a week and once a day then my face, then my Instagram account got hacked. So then I, did, I couldn't post for like two months and then I got out of the habit. And then I, then the holidays came and I was like, I got to start posting again because it looks yes. like I haven't done anything because I was just like, ah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But you, you, know, you know, I also, I also deeply believe that uh, social media is not your priority. No. You well, know? for me, no. It's, and it's not anybody's priority, really. It shouldn't be anybody's priority because there's real life <laughs> that is a priority. You know, there's your family, your kids, your exactly. work, you know, the actual uh, work that brings you money and generates you money. And so unless you're an influencer and you're making money by posting stuff, social media is more like uh, a a side thing that you do on a slow burner whenever you get a chance. And it, it, if it starts driving you crazy, like, you know, if you're checking your likes or your followers too, too much, you should disconnect <laughs> and step away from it for a while just to kind of get back into the normal time frame because, uh, I mean, normal mind frame and uh, mindset. Guys, uh, due to some technical issues, the remaining part of our conversation did not record, unfortunately. So here is a recap of what we have talked about. Um, so Joanne shared with me about her experience with galleries and how she got her foot in the door and uh, her first gallery representation. Well, here it is. Um, one day, several years ago, she got super brave and took her iPad to her first gallery, then showed show them her works and they took one of her paintings and it sold shortly thereafter she is now represented by four galleries working on the fifth one so i'm i'm super excited for her and i just want to tell you that if you're thinking of reaching out to a gallery that you like I am recommending, instead of sending them an email, follow Joanne's example and go talk to them in person. And also, as a side note, most galleries say no walk-ins on their websites when it comes to representation inquiries or applications. Yet, I repeatedly hear from artists that they walked in with their iPad, showed their work, made a personal connection, and got some sort of deal out of it. It does not happen every time, but it is certainly worth a try and it is way more effective than reaching out by email. Well, Joanne and I also talked about our legacies and what legacy uh, means um, to each one of us. And that was a very meaningful conversation as well. 
I just wanted to thank you so much for listening. Subscribe if you enjoy our podcast. Check out our website and connect with us on social. We're here to help you bring your vision of success to life. So thanks again and bye for now.